beautiful human. Thank you so much for allowing us into your ears today. We are about to catch up with our friend Liz Gillies. New season Dynasty coming to the CW on May 7th. A lot of stuff to discuss, but first, we beg you to share this podcast with those you love and subscribe. And please let me know what music you're listening to and what you're watching. Keep me cool. Zach Sang on any form of social media. Okay, Liz Gillies, so much to discuss. Hello, beautiful human. Uh, It's Zach. We got Dan here. Hello. And we welcome back from Atlanta, Elizabeth Gillies. Hey. What's up, you guys? I know I was just here. I'm sorry. It is a blessing when you choose to give us time and energy because, uh, one, you've been busy. And I'm interested in how one of my favorite shows operates during Mm. all of this. I mean, you've been shooting. I follow it very actively on Instagram. Are, are you having full days of work? Yeah, we're having full days of work. We're doing a really good job, uh, knock on wood, with all the COVID protocol. Uh, we run a very, very tight ship, and it's it's felt somewhat normal. It's the new normal, so I'm glad we've been able to. We're on episode um, 10 right now, so a little slower, but we're, we're, we're getting them in the bank, you know? We're doing well, it. I was wondering that because at a certain point, weren't you shooting numerous episodes at one time? Yes. Um, There's been a little bit of that because we used to sometimes do things called double up days where we would shoot two episodes in the same day or make up days that way. But now we uh, for scheduling for different reasons, because every guest star we have, they have to quarantine for two weeks. You know what I mean? And then if you travel, I think it's like seven days or 12 days. I'm not sure. We're doing it the right way, whatever it is. So there's just all these uh, variables that we have to take into account. And so, yes, sometimes we have to shoot episodes totally out of order. And that's happening, actually. We just got done doing that. So it's been intense, but I'm lucky to be working. So it's okay. How about you guys? How does it feel to be working in your studio? Uh, You know, I like it for energy's sake. I, I look forward to the day that we're able to invite people back here to have a Oh, you can't have them yet. No. nothing like that it's only this but to be honest it's better to be here than at my house honestly zach i think it's better to be anywhere than one's house at this point i really think there was a a hope deep within that come the new year things are going to be different and there was going to be some sort of answers that were more fleshed out than where we currently are and no, people thought the ball was going to drop on New Year's and everything was going to go back to normal. And that's just yeah. not how it works. Yeah, it, it is in unfolding that way. But it's way better today than it was a few months ago. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just excited to get this vaccine, dude. It, I know. I have I have dreams of it, like, oh, pinching my skin and the liquid going through my veins. Oh, I get so excited. If you don't want to take part in the vaccination you are not a patriot you are anti-community you are anti-american i mean outside of the fact that like maybe you have a health concern that you don't want to take part in it you know some pregnant women aren't doing that but ultimately Mm -hmm. you got to be vaccinated it's your duty it's your responsibility to your neighbor i mean it's the only way we figure this thing out and get back to normal amen amen i i agree with you guys and i I miss you guys i think i was in your studio a year ago i was wow yeah, you January, were. I was there. Liz, you don't you don't seem like one that's going to leave the house too often anyway. So is is this much different? I want to be able to host dinner parties and themed nights. For example, I 
have um, I've I've really resorted to TV in a way that I haven't in a long time recently. I've gotten very involved in certain shows really intensely. I kind of understand how people feel now when they binge Dynasty, maybe because I'm kind of like I'm deeply fangirling over a couple shows. But one of them is Drag Race, which I discovered very, very late. And I can't stop watching it. I mean, I've watched probably four seasons in the last month in full. So I want to have a drag uh, race party at my house. Uh, Raphael and I have been talking about it, but obviously I can't do that yet. So I just want life to get back to normal so that we can do that. That's really it. (laughs) For the sole purpose of throwing a drag race themed party. Yeah. And then I thought, would it be safer to have like a a drag race pet party where we put our pets in drag? Um, If maybe that way we could keep our masks on and the dogs and the cats could kind of come out with like a lash and a heel and a you know, a, a cinched waist, but I, I don't want to, I don't know if that's going to get me in trouble with like PETA or something. So I'm just kind of waiting for all of it. <laughs> I mean, what is it like to be a fan and actually binge a show in, in that way? Because it is, it's exciting, right? Like it's kind of invigorating in the most lazy way possible. Oh God. I mean, I, I, Nashville has been an embarrassment of fangirling from me. I watched it. George told me to watch it. My brother was like, Yo, we're gonna do Nashville, and I was like, nah. I don't. I'm like, I don't even Nashville. When was that even on? Who was even in that show? Hayden Panettiere, like, Connie baby. Britton. Yeah, Connie Hayden Panettiere, Connie Britton. Do it. And I was like, whatever, fine. So my mom and I started watching it. Michael was watching it. George was watching it. We were all watching it. And then I was like, George, how many seasons are there? And he's like, Oh, there's six seasons. There's like 120 something episodes, or maybe 30. And I was like, But then, what a blessing, because I fully committed in a way I had never intended to. I know every character's full name, first and last. I know everything. Wow. I, the music, oh my God. And I was like, you know, there were some moments that I totally hated, but I I excused them because of the investment I had in the show. And I'm like, this is how this happens. This is how these long shows come to be. Where You know, you're watching a show and you're like, why is this happening in season three, four, you name it? But you stick with it because you're like, I've given you so many hours of my life. I'm not leaving you now. You'll pull through. And they did. I mean, as much as this is an escape for you, it really is work. Dynasty getting picked up for season five. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. We haven't shot four yet, but I'm stoked. (laughs) There's no way in hell you thought it was going to go even to four, right? Back in the day? No, I mean, I, I, no, you never know. You always assume as an actor when you do a show like maybe the pilot will get picked up. And so every season's just kind of shocking. Yeah, to get picked up for five, but when we're only kind of halfway into four, that was that was a, a nice treat and a good sense of relief, you know, for job security. But oh my God, yeah, God knows what's to come because we've done a lot of stuff. We have to really, you know, think of some new things. Well, now as somebody who has watched all of Nashville in its entirety, mm-hmm. a show that's gone, like yeah. you said, six seasons, 130 episodes, yeah. I mean, you guys have to be close to a hundred, right? At least. Yeah, we just shot. Yeah, we shot our um, um, what, what was it? Twenty two plus twenty two plus I think it was plus twenty plus ten. Math people. Twenty two plus twenty two. Forty four. Yeah, you'll get there. I feel so bad. That's my nervous sound I do. I go, <laughs> and then the sound guys are just like, "Oh my god, you!" And I forget that they're like right in my boob mic, like they hear everything, and so I'll be like forgetting my line then i'll just go and i'll be like oh liz so i'm sorry for doing it again three times just now what do you do after that does somebody feed you the line do you run to a script no i just ask this i'm just like 
it's kind of like this. Uh, if I'm like, I'm like, no, I want total control. <sighs> I want total control of what? Of what? Of this company. Okay, let me take it again. It's kind of just that for hours. <laughs> Until you get no one ever right. will ever hire me again now. <laughs> well, I, I want to know. <laughs> what pants are red, and I'll be honest, they're not dressy pants, and they don't match the room, and they don't work with the shirt. So I'm with my leg back down, and that didn't happen. How dare you? How dare your leg not match the room? So you're dressed, no. you're, you're fully dressed, dressed up from the waist up. Yeah, I'm ready to party from the waist up, and then waist down is more of a, like, French bulldog on my lap, Discovery Plus hometown marathon is what's happening what signs does a show need to like uh, show or give off to get a pickup like what you guys just experienced because obviously like you have to be doing everything right in terms of covid compliance at, at or everything minimum. wrong <laughs> there's no way no way no 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 we're a well-oiled machine Seriously, we all come to set <laughs> well oiled, no, greased up. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, yeah, wait, what? Um, so we know what we're doing by now. I I feel like anyone who hasn't started the show or hasn't wanted to take the dive, and maybe it's because they love the original so much, and they're mm. like, oh, how will this compare? I at this point can say this show has nothing to do with the original mm. Dynasty, and I wish people would kind of watch it as if it's its own show where we just use some of the names and we have a couple little wink winks, but Truly, it's at this point, this many seasons in, it's really a different show, and um, and it's it's our own thing, and it's fun, and I say watch it because what else are you gonna do? Sit home and cry? That's the That's only it. alternative. Speaking of wink, I don't do wink. A lot of press for this show. <laughs> can you give us a wink? Can you give us a wink, wink? Are you being a? Because you know I can't wink. <laughs> okay, I can try. I can try. I can try. Hold on. Oh wow! So ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, like that. <laughs> so ugly, you guys. That was and then mouth shut. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I can't. It's like your eye just falls. <laughs> you guys. You guys. <laughs> That's so pretty. Oh, that's so pretty. You know what the kids are doing these days? They're taking like s still images. I'm sure you, maybe you've seen it of yourselves or maybe people don't like you guys in that way, but they'll take <laughs> images of you from anywhere, from a still, from an interview, a picture that's already in like HD, and then they'll run it through this app. And I know what the app is to make it even sharper, but it doesn't always work. It's, do you know what I'm talking about? It's so, no, it's so I, ugly. I don't look at my oh. tags. For this purpose. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's just, it's like so sharp and it, I don't look like myself in any of these pictures. I, somebody said it was cool. I don't know who said, maybe it's because it's, I think it's meant for taking really old pictures, like of like Marilyn Monroe and then sharpening them. And then it's very exciting because you're like, wow, look at it this way. But it's not, you can't sharpen something that's already sharp. So I'm really upset about it because they look really ugly in some of these pictures, you guys. I'm really, I'm really self-obsessed. So it bums me out. <laughs> Yo, beautiful human, I gotta hit pause real quick to tell you about the new movie Donna, Stronger Than Pretty, a beautiful new film from Love Wins Productions, based on the true story of a woman who finds her own voice after leaving an abusive marriage. These days, everyone can relate to feelings of fear and isolation, and Donna shows how important strength and determination truly are. Donna is more than a movie. It's a movement. It's an experience that will open so many important conversations. The film is available now, and the links can be found on DonnaTheMovie.com. 
It's available on all the streaming platforms and on social media. Donna STP Film. Watch it and please spread the word. You were talking about this being not the same show as the previous Dynasty. And the truth is it's not the same show today as it was season one, season two, season three, right? That's what I'm saying. Take take the new ride. It's a new ride. But that Nashville is the same thing. Nashville got bought by something happened. And I was like, this is a different show. It's mm. shot differently. It's lit differently. Everyone's behaving differently. I'm sensing Christian undertones. I had all these weird. I was like, what's going on? Nothing wrong with that. It was just like, that's not my dirty, sexy Nashville that I started out with. And yeah. I realized they were bought by CMT um, mm. seasons five and six. And it changed the tone. And um, it was really interesting. But like... Who cares? Fun. You get a whole other vibe of show now. I don't like this giving up on shows thing. It's like, it's like if you're dating someone and they're going through a bit of a, you know, a thing. A, an identity crisis. You're going to stay with them. You're not going to leave them unless they do it two years in a row. And then, yeah, <laughs> leave them for sure. You know, is there a moment where you thought Nashville jumped the shark? Do you know what that means? Yeah. Do I know what that means? Yeah, I, mean, I know what in, that means. I don't. <laughs> do you think that we don't talk about the term jumping the shark? every other week on dynasty like i'll tell you when we quote unquote jump the shark but then we just kept jumping sharks and that's why it's so brilliant and that's why our show is the best show on television because we see a shark and we're like leap leap we're not afraid of sharks i'm gonna be fired (laughs) i'm telling you my our show has balls our show is courageous it takes huge risks it does things that are very very strange choices and that's why i'm happy to call dynasty my home Nashville jumped the shark when um, there were a couple of different moments. But Raina James's death was a really big one, and that wasn't jumping the shark. That was just something we all had to kind of um, live with and understand and kind of move on because Connie Britton left the show, and she was the center of the show. Um, but if I ever go, God, I want it to be like that. I've never known such a fanfare for a character death. Once, 20 times an episode, they bring up her death, show a stunning photo of her, <laughs> sing one of her songs, find old videos of her, say out loud, like, wow, it's just not the same without her. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was a clutch. I was like, this is how you want to go. Well, what do you amazing. think she did to get that? No, she I, she was a producer, and I'm sure she gave them, maybe she gave them warning, like, hey, I've done this a long time. I want to do something different. I don't know why I'm a spokesperson. I was going to say, are they, they paying you? About it. No, no. And I'm sure they want me to shut up. I've been tweeting the whole cast. They hate me. I wanted to moderate a Q&A. No one's, no one's picked that request up. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. None of them know who I am. I hope none of them find out who I am. I hope they think I'm just some fan on Twitter. It's so embarrassing. I can't stop talking about it. Well, sorry. I do have a question about Dynasty. That... <laughs> you want to What's do that? A Q&A. <laughs> I did. I said. I said. I really. I have so many unanswered questions. I'd love to do a Q and A with the cast of Nashville. And then my fans were like, "At blah blah blah." I don't actually know their real names, which is bad. And they're like, "At blah 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 blah." And I was like, "I check every day. No one wants it. No one wants it." If they I did, it, maybe my. <laughs> if they did come back to you and offer it to you, would you take it? Would you do a digital Zoom? thing yeah well what i would do because you know i have a handsome instagram following i would just i wouldn't try to entice them that way i'd say like do you want to do it on my instagram and then you know by the way all these people are so most of them are so much better off than i am they don't need my instagram (laughs) well (laughs) they're really good singers i've secretly tried to get a lot of them cast on dynasty i keep pitching them for roles that don't fit them at all (laughs) like at all 
I'd be like, maybe this character, oh my God, I'm so confused, is maybe it's like from Nashville? And they're like, Liz, <laughs> Liz, stop. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. Well, uh, you know, I was just going to say, uh, if you do want to host your Q&A, maybe you could do it for charity. I, I know St. Jude is very close to the entire cast. I could definitely help you coordinate if you really have a, a burning passion and desire to it's more than a burn. I mean, it's, okay. it's really, it's more than a burn. I, You're scorched. I would love to do it. And I, I'm scorched. And I would love to do it for St. Jude. The problem is, I really don't think the cast wants anything to do with me. <laughs> but when I tell you I'll take whoever I can get, if they day played, if they were literally like one coffee, then they can be on the Q&A. I just want anybody who worked on that show. I, I heard somebody on my set... <laughs> had like a friend who was a PA on that show and I asked what? if he could come in so I could talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what drives you? There, there has to be a, a, a deeper fascination because you are on a parallel path. It's just not Nashville. I know. It's just Buckhead. No, it's really similar. I felt such a connection with this show and this cast because it reminded me a lot of Dynasty and it, the way the characters came in and out, the way characters were gone out of nowhere. The way these characters, no matter what storyline were thrown at them, these actors like went with it and they embraced it. Really good actors on that show. Really good singers. The songwriting was impeccable. I know they had T-Bone Burnett early in the first couple of seasons and all these Casey Musgraves wrote songs for them. And uh, I'll be honest, Nashville made me like love country music. <laughs> oh, I love country music. I never, I never really listened to contemporary country music before. This is so embarrassing. What are we going to title this interview? Liz is what, scary and talks about Nashville. For, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I just want to say that cast is really strong, and I hope they all do great things with their life. I want to move on to a question from Brittany. It's kind of connected. She says, okay. are there any characters, Liz, on Dynasty that you would love to bring back to the show if you could? Would I ever, Zach? You know... <laughs> Almost all of the characters that are no longer on the show were some of my, my best friends. So I would want most everybody to come back. I really would. Really? I, were, <laughs> my character's closest relationships, you know, a lot of them are just vanished. And that does something when you're kind of trying to flesh out a character who has friends around her and family and then they're what, gone. What is the strategy behind that? Is it to just consistently keep things fresh? Like you really genuinely don't know what could come next? Yeah, I think that it has to be. I think it baffles a lot of us, especially a lot of us that have been here from the beginning. But after watching Nashville, sorry, I see that it happens on other shows, too. Anything yeah. with a soapy sort of element with a big ensemble cast to get rid of a character that is so important to the show and vital to the show. It's such a high stakes weapon that you can use as an emotional kind of weapon that I, I understand why shows do it. I mean, I do. It's just, it's a bummer because I like working with them and then they're not there anymore. But other than that, I understand from a logistical standpoint, but I'd bring them all back. You know who I really want to come back? Who I think can come back and I've been pitching this for years. Um, C. Thomas Howell, who played um, my husband, Liam's uncle, who was a pervert. And then I seduced him and then I, I killed him accidentally. We never saw the body. And I'm thinking it would be so cool if he could come back and just make my life a living hell because because of what I did to him. I swapped out with a prostitute while the lights were out. And then I guess she was so hot, she gave him a heart attack. I'm a little insulted that I didn't give him a heart attack because I was so hot, but it's okay. 
She was really pretty. I get it. But we never saw the body. Maybe he's like lives in the Bahamas with that girl. You know, we don't know. So, so you want it for story purposes or because you liked him? I loved working with him. It was so fun. And I thought the character was really fun. And he like lived in Manhattan. And he was this, he was so different than Liam. And he made Liam uncomfortable. And so it was just those dynamics are really funny. You want those people to come back. So, yeah, I would be open for him to come back if they can uh, revive his uh, corpse. <laughs> Casual. Um, How are you doing, by the way, boys? In general, really, what's new? Is there anything going on that you want to talk about? I, I want to pass that baton to Daniel. I, I feel like he has a lot of stuff pent up. He just uh, refuses to talk about it. He's very closed oh, Danny off. Boy. No, I had a real oh, question I... about the show. Oh, okay. I mean, you're just diverting, though. I want to know about your life. I don't like talking about myself. I like to just I show like up. When he... you talk about yourself, I want to learn more about you. I've known you for like. I don't know how long is it now. Like five years? No, uh, dude, it's been like seven or eight no, it's years. Like, it's like seven or eight years. It's I've known her eleven, ten, eleven. My God, Zach, you're gonna pass out when I bring up this memory. I can't even believe I'm gonna share it. My mom said to me the other day. She said we were talking about how I never just that I never wanted to date anybody. She said. <laughs> She'd always try to get me to go on dates. We'd meet anyone. She'd be like, why don't you go on a date with him? And I'm like, I want to be alone. <laughs> anyway, she was like, do you remember when you went on a date and you went to sushi and then shopping with Zach Sang? <laughs> and I was like, are you sure? And she's like, absolutely sure. It you wasn't a date. date. And I was like, my mom thinks it was a date. I mean, I'm flattered right now. Don't t tell Michael. I'm shocked. <laughs> I was like, I dated it. So I guess we dated. <laughs> I mean, like, should we make an announcement that's, like, a little bit more formal? Yeah. What's... Well, yeah, they can put it on the website, who's dated who. Yes. Um, that we dated briefly in for, for half a day um, in 2010. Yeah. yeah. Add it to my Ariana Grande <laughs> wiki page, please. Wait, I mean, did you date Ari too? No, no, no. But that's my only official inf bio source. Is uh, I'm not on real Wikipedia. I'm on Ariana Grande Wikipedia. So if it's added there, that's like my. Uh, if you want to know me, you you go to Ari Wiki. You know. Yeah, I'll definitely Hold hit up. that up later. Why aren't you on Wikipedia? That's not even like an admirable thing. Anyone can be on Wikipedia. I know, Liz. We can't even get verified on Instagram. <laughs> Nobody likes us, dude. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You can't get verified on Instagram? Well, I I am personally verified on Instagram. <laughs> um, got it, got it. But the, say no more, fam. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> the radio show isn't, and uh, cool. Daniel is not. Yeah, the, I guess Instagram doesn't feel like the Zach Sang show is a uh, real show, so they refuse to uh, verify us. I know. Have you guys ever had a celebrity on it? I feel like, <laughs> I mean, you guys have interviewed everybody for 300 years. What is the issue? I don't know. I know people who do absolutely nothing and they're verified on Instagram. And I mean nothing. Exactly. Talentless well, people. Wait. Well, that's us too. So. Yeah. We, we have no talent. We are uh, – in the world of like useless existing creatures, we are like top on the list. Um, no, you're not. Stop it. I, well, I was I, saying this yesterday. I was like, God, this job is I, – I look at people with jobs that are so meaningful and then there's acting. And I know that's not nice to say, but it's, you know, you think of doctors. You think of everybody, especially this uh, last year that's made an impact. But then when I found Nashville, <laughs> I said to myself, this has provided me an incredible amount of entertainment and solace in a time where I was very bored and needed a distraction. And it was almost therapeutic, yeah. dare I say – better than medicine 
So I just uh, disagree now. I think my job is the most important. <laughs> I, I, I really find it remarkable that you leaning into a show and, and genuinely becoming a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. It has changed the way you perceive it changed my outlook job. on my own show. I yeah, swear to God, it's changed it's my outlook on what we do over at Dynasty. You forget when you're in it as much as we're in it. And we film every day for, you know, going on, was it four years, four years and change now? Wow. And then you have your own experience where a show is really important to you. And then you're like, oh, this is what this is for somebody else. This is more than just you getting to act and play these roles and do things for the fans. It's like, really think about what you're doing for the fans. And so I just want to make the fans very happy now and I want to do everything they want. I'll just do it because I get how excited that would make me if we were on Nashville. <laughs> this is the question I wanted to ask. It's it, it's half a oh, sorry, qu okay. question about the present and ha no, maybe the future and the past. Oh. So if they're... The past? Yes. Oh, so if they're bringing you a script for an upcoming episode or season or whatever, and you don't like the way it's headed, will you say something? I never say anything. I'll say it on the day in between lines. <laughs> I'll never like, I'll never, I'll never not do it. I'm literally, I make a joke that I'm, I'm literally Ron Burgundy. Like whatever you write, I will just say. <laughs> but if something's incredibly kind of like compromising to my character and I really feel like it would truly kind of, infuriate the fans to their core in a way where it wouldn't even make sense storyline wise then i'll say something but the writers are pretty good they they know they know fallon as as well as i do um and they, they make good choices so i haven't had to really put my foot down nor would that kind of i don't like that i, I don't know i don't like calling up the writers and saying rewrite this scene because xyz i, I think i can always make it work i can change my tone and get away with something being the way I want in the end. So it, truly, it's your show. I mean, every my mom watches the show obsessively. Every time she sees like a poster or an advertisement for it, she's like, you know, Liz is the center of it. Liz is at the middle of everything. She's always oh. the biggest, and uh, it is true. Wait, what does she mean? She's always the biggest. No, like, like, no, like if it's you next to the cast, the focal point does is your mom you. Want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I am always the biggest. Um, cat. That's cool. Um, these are shoulder pads. You can tell your mom these are not my shoulders. They're just these are shoulder pads because I'm not that big right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love your mom. I tried to call her last time. I know she. Uh, <laughs> she was pissed at me. You've been talking about Nashville quite a lot, and yeah. you said there are some things that happened that you maybe don't agree with. Yeah. Do you ever look back? at the earlier seasons of Dynasty and think, eh, probably not the best decision, or we could have changed that a bit. That's a, tar that's a hard one. I don't remember, if I'm being totally honest. I tried to look away like I was being intelligent, but I don't remember <laughs> half the things I've done on this show. If you, if, I don't think either of you have seen it, but if you think of something, I can tell you whether or not I liked it. I'm really honest. That's why. I've <laughs> okay. seen it's every Okay, episode. something I don't regret, and I, I like to keep bringing it up, I don't regret that Fallon had a relationship with her cousin because I feel like I, I mentioned it today. I was in a scene with Sam and I said, you know, Jeff and Fallon. And he's like, no, they're cousins. And I was like, I know they're cousins, but it's too late. They were in a relationship as cousins and they didn't know. And what you can't take that back. That is there now. So in every scene, I play a little, a little tiny bit of flirtation in every scene, even though I'm not supposed to, <laughs> that's just something for me that I do. So I don't regress. I don't regret that storyline at all. I think that was 
groovy. Well, because it helped you establish who the character was, right? Yeah, you found it was a lot of a lot of things came out of that. A lot of things came out of that storyline. Season one was actually, as I look back on it, that was really that was a lot of meat in that season. That was actually that was actually a really good season. I liked it. I liked season one. Is there a date yet for season four, even though you're in the middle of shooting it and you have a green light for season five? No, I have no idea when we're going to air. I assume they'll air them. We're working hard on them. I assume there's a plan to share them with other people. Um, yeah, I, I think maybe spring. I think spring, probably. Cool. So that'll be good. Curious, does your day get longer due to COVID and all of the things you have to do? Like Shorter. They, they, they like us to work 12 hours or less. Um, wow. because of covid it's it's better that way there's so many covid protocols things we don't have to talk about mean old covid we 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 see her every day we should talk about happy happy things like who dan's dating i want to know who dan's dating no one who dan's dating oh come on is she under the desk let them out whoever they are come 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 <gasps> no liz i just like to be alone 95 percent of my life I get it, dude. You don't have to tell me about that. I well, love being alone. But you're married. And you share I, know, a house I, I can someone. still like being alone. I mean, I'm I'm a person who thrives alone. So if you can find someone in your life who lets you thrive alone, that's the tea. You just have to find somebody that lets you be independent completely. And then well, I well, think you'll have real love. What type of person is that person? Is it somebody who's not needy? Is it somebody who has their own yeah. stuff going on? All of the above. Someone who's content being alone themselves. I think. I think a loner should be with a loner. I don't. Huh. I cannot imagine a loner being with a not loner. That sounds crazy. Can you imagine? Oh my god. Oh, I just hate. I just had the thought of just like someone just like pulling on my shirt, kind of, you know, metaphorically. So I talk to them when I want to be alone. Oh, horrible. <laughs> you guys watch Drag Race? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I, I love that you're watching. Like, did you start at the very beginning, like season one? No, so this is the order in which I watched them. <laughs> season 11. <laughs> just wait. Season 11, season 6, oh. season uh, 12, okay. season season 5, <laughs> season <laughs> 13, and season 10. And now I'm starting 4. How did you... Who, who, how did 13's you find... happening now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I missed it. I completely missed it. I don't know how I missed it because I've never known a show that was more specifically designed for not only my interests, but also my day-to-day -day life on Dynasty. I just feel like I just, I, I, I can't even tell you how it's affected my performance, unfortunately. I really have to kind of tone it back down because I just really? want it. I want everything to be really, really big now, which doesn't always work, but... um yeah, I just, I absolutely adore the show. Nothing makes me happier. I just think it's incredible and beautiful and funny and the stakes are so high and I love everybody and I just, I want to be a judge on the show so badly. I feel like you need to manifest that and uh, that should oh, just ask. be likely. Yeah, you could do that too, but I don't know. You know, nobody was responding from Nashville. Right. I guess we could bring that up again. Um, no, no one did respond from Nashville. The tweet, as it read, is actually super embarrassing. I'll just read it now because I guess we're just in this too deep. Like, why try to restore any of my dignity? <laughs> okay. The tweet was, God, just finished. Wait, no, that's before. It's a huge thread. It spans two months. It's really embarrassing. I'm honestly ready to host a Q&A with any Nashville cast that would agree to it so I can ask my burning questions and get some closure. And then nobody responded. 
So I wrote, oh, my God, Raina's here. And I went back to live tweeting the show because I was really embarrassed. Got it. <laughs> and then I said, just finished. Turns out they were able to wrap up everything beautifully and quickly. Sweet ending. I'll miss you, Nashville. Thank you for your two months of entertainment. Mm-hmm. I still want to do my Q&A. <laughs> and no one responded again. <laughs> Dan, are you still here? Yeah, I just, I'm just kind of, you know, sitting back and listening. Let's talk about something you like. Do you watch Duck Dynasty or something? No. <laughs> I don't watch Duck Dynasty either. You, is that is that the kind of vibe I, I give off? Mm-hmm. It is. No, you know what you give off? What? I'll tell you. Hold on. To catch a predator. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. There's more. <laughs> Frasier. <laughs> hold on. There's more. Are you googling this? No, I'm thinking. And then also, Beachfront Bargain. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good show. No, I would say there's only about two shows. Unfortunately, well, actually, Tiger King. We all watched that, but um, years ago or months ago. Who, who even talks about Tiger King? Exactly. I didn't even want to bring it up, but my God. list of shows is so short. The only other two shows I really watch are Queer Eye. Yeah, I love Queer Eye. And Blown Away. You ever see Blown Away? No. That's that uh, reality show on Naughty ne- Show. What? I hope that's not a naughty show. No, it's not. It's about glass blowing. No. <laughs> it's a glass blowing competition. It's like the opposite of what I thought. But, you know, in glass blowing, that little hot hole they stick their glass into is called the glory hole. Oh. It's, um, yeah, it's, cool. it is. It's getting late, 8.56. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. I love that for you. I mean, glory I feel... Glory Dan. Glory hole Dan. Yeah, I'm going to go change my name. <laughs> Uh, somebody here, uh, no context dynasty tweets. Would you, Liz, marry Dan in a parallel universe? Probably. Well, we both like being alone, so that's one check. Yeah. Um, he loves to catch a predator, which I don't love that show as much, so that's not a match. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'd have to be courted by him. He, I've never been courted by him, so I can't really, I don't know him well enough. He likes to say he doesn't like me to know about him, so. Hard for me to say. I like to just come in here, ask a couple questions, and then disappear into the darkness. That's cool. That's really super cool if you're in high school and you're that kid <laughs> telling it to like somebody. <laughs> Deeply unaffective as an adult to hear another adult say that. He's a 30-year-old man. How weird is that? Because uh, he, you know, he doesn't look 30. That's a compliment. Have you noticed I'm my boobs are now because I'm on a hiatus? Okay, I saw a bunch of I questions up, about that. What does that yeah. mean? So um, I was on set. Uh, long story short, I wear a lot of low-cut things on Dynasty. My boobs are always out, and so we'll be filming. And then the dresser, like people who, might, who help dress me, they, they come in and they're like, raise the left one, lower the right <laughs> one, tuck, and they're never even. And I'm like, God, I'm so sick of this because they're so big. And I don't mean that like, oh, they're so big. I mean, like, they're driving me crazy. <laughs> So I was like, you know what? I want to go on a, a hiatus from my from my tits. And yeah. then I thought to myself, what a perfect way to combine those words into the word hiatus. <laughs> and so I did. Thank you. And I've just ever since I've just kept them on lock. And what that means is there's no cleavage. So I can you can wear whatever you want, but there's just can be no cleavage. Wait, so are you wearing a different system? No. Underneath? They're like resting. Is this their personality? In- your professional and personal life, like hiatus. I've done it as much as I can for Fallon, but unfortunately, Fallon, you know, sometimes it's unavoidable. You just they have to be out. Um, so 
but for Liz, yeah. Have you been more comfortable? Are you enjoying it? Um, it's nice not to have to have them, um, have to have them out. I don't get a cold chill, I guess, on my chest anymore because they're underneath, underneath clothes. It's actually, it's a perfect wintertime thing. A high tits. I will recommend it. <laughs> Are you still allowed to shoot love scenes? Is that COVID compliant or how is that done? Uh, we just do it. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, we're all in a testing regimen. We get tested three times a week. Oh, wow. And um, I believe if we want to as well on days where we have love scenes, we can get rapid tested as well, just like for an extra measure of safety. There's a lot of trust within our cast. Um, but yes, I right. haven't I haven't had to shoot one yet this year, but I know others have. And we just do it. Same as always. Just hunker down and get it done. Um, generic question, but I'm actually interested. Sure. A lot of people are asking on uh, Twitter what your dream role would be, but ha- do you ever want to play a character that's just completely different than Fallon or Jade or any of these d- d- darker characters that you've played? I would love it. Um, I don't think Fallon's dark. I think she like couldn't be brighter. I think that uh, I think that I'd love to play a normal person who like gets a phone call from like their kid's school and is wearing jeans and like a hoodie like that to me sounds crazy and i'd love to take on that extreme role because for me that is an extreme extreme role i'd love to be in a car where there's like a cup of like there's like a slushy cup next to me and maybe i'm like there's my i have a keychain that's crazy just like a real person because neither one of i was gonna say neither one of the characters i played like i've never played another role but the role the roles i've played for a really long time, I've been very charactery. They've been bigger and specific. So yeah, I'd love to just play a person. Maybe she works at like a flower shop. Do you get spoiled from being in the universe of Fallon for so long? Just shooting the show, like the clothes alone can make you crave the finer things in life. And then if it's not the clothes, it's the private jets or the phantoms. Yeah, I don't have a private jet. Um, well, you know. But yeah, yeah, I... You have an I, RV. No, I don't. I got rid of it, you guys, officially. I got oh, rid of it. Congratulations. Yeah, no, don't be sad. It's good. It's a good thing. It cost us, but it's gone. <laughs> Could have bought a jet. Could have could have bought a wing. Could have bought one wing. <laughs> hey, guys, I got a I plate. <laughs> you take us to your hangar and it's a wing? Um, could have bought... Yeah, no. It's gone. Um, it took it back in the very kind of um, distorted state. We returned it in, and that was really cool. So we're done now with that. That's over um, for good. I'm never going to get another RV again. Let's like... Come on, let's my like... back hurts. Why? What's going on? I was putting a lot of stuff in my attic yesterday, if we're being honest. I was, I was organizing <laughs> my garage, okay? <laughs> Nothing interesting. I have a knot in my back. And now, because of COVID, I can't walk around the... Like, the crew would ask people to give me back massages but i think that might be also because of just other things like just work out this knot i don't care who you are you know what i mean though if somebody has a gift it's like i really don't care what they do or where they're from or if i've ever met them before if they can work out a knot in my back they should do it by the way it's not an open invitation to like if i'm on the street and somebody sees this interview and then i'm you can tell i'm in pain don't come over and rub my back but you know what i'm saying i blew this interview i blew it I should have never asked to come on. And yeah, you heard it right. I asked to come on. I wasn't asked. <laughs> I'm never asked back. I have nothing to promote. I Nashville. just wanted to talk about Nashville, but nobody has seen it. Uh-oh. I do think Hayden Penetier is amazing, and uh, I, I don't know where she's at now, 
but I was a big fan of Heroes. Um, really great show as well. Do you have like a list of shows you want to get to? And are you focused on finishing all of Drag Race before you move on? No, no, no. Drag Race can be peppered kind of throughout mm-hmm. my... I want to stretch it out because I'm having so much fun with it. Although I found out there are way more than I thought. There's, you know... Oh, All Stars 2 is another one I watched. I don't want to leave that one out. Um, I'm watching Search Party. I'm on season three now. Oh, do you like that? I really that? like it. It's Yeah, it's really funny. Really, I love... I love... Uh, what's his... I love John Early. That's his name, right? I believe so. He's incredible. And the girl... Uh, the whole cast is really wonderful, but... The girl, the blonde girl, I'm sorry I don't know her name. I just started watching it. She's so fantastic and so funny. She's kind of a comedic genius, so I'm really enjoying her as well. Um, and, yeah, Search Party. Why not, right? What did you watch recently that you liked since I guess I'm just promoting other shows? That aren't my own? <laughs> I watch so much television. Uh, I watch Superstore, which I really enjoy. It's an NBC show. Cute. Um, what else have I been watching? Just rewatched Silicon Valley, which is an HBO show by Mike Judge. Dan, what's are you looking at porn? Liz. <laughs> the answer Dan. is yes. No, I'm actually reading through questions that people had for you. Should we read some? Yeah, please. Yeah, let's go for it. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done this before. Am I supposed to read the person who asked it or just pretend like they're my questions? Dan, are you really asking how to ask a question that somebody sent in from Twitter? All right. I'll give them credit. Yeah, that's what you do. Holly wants to know, does Dynasty have a COVID storyline? No. No, 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 no. We don't do that. Nobody's it's not wearing happening. There, no, there's no COVID. Everything is so much fun, and we're in Atlanta, and we're having the time of our lives. Okay, this is from Maddie. Do you think Gigi and Fallon would be friends? Oh, no, no. Didn't think no. so? Um, no one's ever seen them in the same place at the same time, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> That was a good <laughs> I couldn't wait. That so was a good wink. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, oh, this is from Lush. Why does Liz not like seeing people eat yogurt? Um, <clears throat> I saw someone eating yogurt this morning, and I've never I, – I, I famously have a problem with chewing sounds and listening to people – chew and swallow even liquids i hate the way what i hate the way a drink sounds in the throat like some people just they drink something and it sounds like they go through eight more channels than other people like i'm so disgusted by i'm so disgusted by the sound of people eating but yogurt is a particularly disgusting food and and turning the spoon and getting all the when you put fruit and berries in there and then it's like i mean you're it could make me hate somebody i love i mean really i it's the most disgusting thing in the world what about Gogurt? Are you okay with that? It's tube? It's a little cleaner, but I haven't seen anyone eat that since the 90s. So I don't know <laughs> what to say. Rachel wants to know, who are you most excited to catch up with after all of this? I was sending memes back and forth with Ari. We were sending animal memes to each other. I saw this horrible story about this French bulldog named Jack. And my mom would kill me if she heard me talking about this because it's all I talk about with anybody. Did you see it? It was posted by, I believe, the Dodo. So this French bulldog named Jack, who has spina bifida, he was so excited because I wanted to adopt him. So he put, this is just a classic internet viral story, by the way. It's not anything that was headlined. But for me, it broke my heart. He had put on a fresh diaper. He got a bath. He put on his fancy harness. And he drove 40 minutes to meet the person. And the person was an absolute no-show. And they said Jack was very, very sad. The rest of the day and the week. And I literally was like, I had not read a sadder article in well, my life. Does he need a, but that's does he need like, a home? 
No, so now it's like he's it's like a classic internet story. He's being flooded with applicants. There's too many choices, and I was like, whatever, I don't have, it's boring now. But I'm happy that he's getting what he deserves because that whoever stood him up is a complete piece of. Shit. Yeah, um, oh, that. so so I sent that to Ari, so she was sending me things, and I was sending her things, and I was like, oh my god, I haven't seen Ariana in a year and a half, or Matt, or Daniela, or any of my friends from LA, or you, and I was like, God, I just I need to I need to see my friends at some point. I'm just so excited to see all of my friends because I've seen truly no one. I've been lucky enough to see my friends from home a little tiny bit from a distance when I went to New Jersey, but yeah, my LA friends, man, I'm excited to see them someday. It's weird, and Daniela has another baby. I know. Ivory. I love that name. Beautiful well, baby. One of the questions that we get a lot is, will Fallon ever have a baby on this show? Does that ever come up as we now have to figure out a season five? Yeah, Fallon, baby, sure. Do you have to have a conversation with the producers? Like, did you really think about that as a possibility? I'm like an old workhorse, so I would ask before I even tried to have a baby for my real life life, I would ask if it would work with the filming schedule first. But that's because I'm not, that's not normal. But that's how I am. So, yeah, I think you should, but you don't have to. You can do whatever you want. So, Liz, have you been in have you been in talks with Paramount Plus at all about any upcoming shows? What? I, I just Paramount that was my Plus? way of that was my way of leading into their rebooting. iCarly. Have you been in talks with them about anything that you've done? It was no, clever. Nobody from Nickelodeon. No one from Nickelodeon has called me. I don't I don't think I know anybody who even works in Nickelodeon <laughs> anymore. I, I work there in the Stone Age. I don't even know anybody who's there. They don't know me. I don't know them. But I wish them luck. That's cool that they're rebooting iCarly. I'm actually surprised that they're bringing back iCarly this quickly, to be honest with you. I thought it was way too soon. Yeah, I, I have to bit. agree. It's pretty soon. Yeah, they could bring back, like, the nanny now. Y- yes, that's appropriate because it's been decades. <laughs> the nanny? Yeah. Fran yeah, Drescher? Nanny. I don't know this one. She was working at a barbershop in Flushing, Queens. Zulu Barber kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. What was she to do? Where was she to go? She was out on her fanny. Then over the hill, the flushing, what is it? The note of the flushing, the Sheffield's door. She was there to sell makeup. But the father saw more. She had style. She had class. She was there. That's what she became. The nanny. That's not. It's a really long theme song. That's remarkable. That was also good because now we have something else to add to our compilation of Liz randomly singing on our show. Oh, boy. (laughs) You know. (laughs) You got me again. One of my great joys was uh, I was on a big, long road trip with my dad, and I had shared your music that you make with Seth with him, in addition to sharing your covers with him over the years. And, uh, dude, we were on a road trip, and he he had requested uh, a Liz Gillies, Seth MacFarlane compilation, so he listened a couple times over to every record you put out together, all the covers. Um, Really, I, I say this every time, I'm just such a fan of it, and your voice is so timeless but you have so many layers to your voice and there's so much you thank can do with you. It. it it's thank rem- you daddy saying too well big big fans over here and my question Aww. is are you covering anything new we just did a we just did one that will come out soon i believe um uh it's really pretty it's the first song actually we ever performed together back in 2014 at wow. catalina jazz club in la i've never been there um, and we're doing one more. It's been nice for me to do these cover, these covers and these songs with him because otherwise I don't, I probably wouldn't have, <laughs> knowing my track record, I probably wouldn't have put out any music. So it's good <laughs> that I was putting out a version of, you know, something, a different style of music. And yeah, it's, it's been great. I, I, I love doing them. It's fun. We have quite the arsenal now. I think we have like 12. 
Yeah. It's almost like album territory. Yeah. It's wonderful. Well, Thank you for liking them. Creatively, is there a want to change decades in the covers you do? Um, I traditionally covered songs from the 60s and 70s. So this was like different for me to do this with uh, Seth and I, I'll cover whatever. I mean, I guess at this point I... I am a cover artist until I write a damn album, so I'll just continue to cover my way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and by the way, there there are a, a couple, not a lot, of people who are known for covering records and are popular and successful because of it. There's no, I know, but but very it's few. This year, the problem is this year has been incredibly. Uh, I call this year the same as last year because it's just been, it's been one long day. Um, it's very uninspiring it's deeply uninspiring so while it would be so great to be super productive and write all these songs it's actually a very uninspiring time to me it's like i'm having trouble finding inspiration to write me i was writing music earlier in the quarantine and now i'm just i can't i I got nothing do you need to be inspired to act do you No, i do not need to be inspired no god no not at all no, it's a muscle at this point. It's just a muscle. You know what's going to be awesome? Every time you come on here, you talk about how you don't have original music. It's going to be awesome when you finally come on here. You're like, guys, I'm here to promote my own album. Wow. And it gets tanked. Imagine it just <laughs> it gets tanks in the press. We wish she'd never opened her mouth. For all of you waiting to see if Liz Gillies has something to say, by God, you wish you hadn't heard it. This foul mouth released the worst album we've ever heard in our lives i'm gonna write my first review now somewhere between the unoriginal lyrics and the deeply derivative (laughs) singing style we turned it off song three of 60 that's right she released a 60 song album (laughs) talk about making up for lost time (laughs) it's gonna be great you guys actually can't wait i mean i don't know if it's ever gonna happen at this point at this point, I know. Can we really say? Well, there's happiness and joy in the hype, the anticipation, the the the, the idea of what could be as opposed to what yeah. is. Sexual attention, the whole T right there. Are those thoughts about what you what what people could say about the music real thoughts you have? Because it has been a long time of you kind of talking about it. So when it finally happens, there's a lot of buildup. No, the truth is, I just, I, I have trouble wearing my musical creative artist hat at the same time I wear my mm. actor working a series regular job hat. That's really it. And, and I, I do want the two things to be separate. I really don't want to be like Fallon came out with an album because I'm so different from Fallon. I don't believe also on a weird side note, I decided that Fallon doesn't know any music and any music she knows she had to learn for like a business pitch. I have this thing with her. Like, I don't think she's seen any movies. And I don't think she knows any music. I think she's culturally just like, as far as pop culture, music, TV, I think she doesn't know anything. Well, and she's I love busy. That for her. Yeah, she's busy. She's just, she doesn't know. And anything she's sung is something she's had to sing like at a, at a, a show, at a, some kind of a, a charity event or something Blake made her learn. So anyway, yeah, I'm very different from Fallon. I do not want to be put under the Fallon Jade umbrella of like Fallon or Jade is releasing a it's uh, an album that's just like I I gotta let it I gotta let it it needs to maybe I'll shave my head and I'll just look really different and use a different name and I'll never promote it on my Instagram and I'll just go by somebody else and maybe I'll just do that I could do that you you really could do that. I'll do that do you think about life post dynasty or do you only when you're in it focus on being in it because. Music could be what could come next, but 
maybe you go from one show to another, but this is going to be the longest show you've ever been on, right? It is already. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to focus on other things. I think, um, I think I, you know, when COVID is over, because I did make a bit of my a promise to myself, not that anyone cares or believes me that I, I want to do music in this next year. I want to release a body of work. I want to, by the end of 2021, have a concrete body of work that I put out to the world musically. Um, I, I, I would have liked to, have, I'd like to meet writers in uh, Atlanta or maybe I'll go to Nashville and yeah. try to work with writers there because I was so, I really, not to bring it up again, I'm so sorry. I was so impressed with the music and the songwriting on Nashville. It's a really a songwriter's show. And I think that's why I really loved it. And so I, there are so many people I'd love to meet and work with from that show who probably won't work with me now if they see this interview or read my Twitter. And uh, so it'll be a story about collaborating with writers and, and meeting people. And I'll do the work. I'll, I'll find them. I'll branch out, Zach. You got it. Done. And, and by the way, I think there's a lot of people out there who would be very elated to work with you, very excited to get in the studio with you and, you know, jazz to collaborate. But, but you know, it is a process. Like, it, it's not something that happens so quickly. It takes no, a while to find those you're comfortable with and you could be vulnerable around. Yeah. Did you see that SNL skit, Peloton? <laughs> no. It's for people who don't do not get off on positive like reinforcement. It's for people who only thrive and are motivated Yelled by at. sheer insults and and just horrible comments. And that is literally me and what I need. And it's called Peloton, where they just make fun of you while you're on the Pel you're on the Peloton bike, and they just make you feel like you're worthless and doing a bad job and and really even gaining weight maybe by working out. And that is what I need. <laughs> I hope they make it. I hope NBC comes out with that actual bike. Okay, what else? And then I'll let you guys go because I feel like I'm keeping you. Now, has life changed since being married this summer? Life has changed for everyone this summer and year. I can't mm. even gauge if marriage has played any kind of role in it. I feel like I, I don't even, I don't want to judge this version of the world. I really don't. I'm thankful that I am with someone who I know so well and that is you know that we're such close friends as well because i I, fe I feel badly for the people who got married like last march and then they entered this quarantine maybe it's good because they got to really like see what was up but it's a huge test you know it, it, it's the ultimate new test. roommates too people with new roommates it's like wow what a way to get to know somebody but it also brings yeah. you closer you, you you guys have been through something that you couldn't even really have imagined probably I don't think any of us could have imagined this last year. I don't think we anticipated in any way how, how horrible and endless it would be. But I was excited okay. for your wedding. Yeah, it's all right. Weddings are boring. <laughs> your wedding would it have, wouldn't have been boring, though. It would have been a soiree. It would have been fine. I liked my wedding. I'm sorry. No one saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, like, oh, my God, I remember at my wedding, no one was there. There were seven people there. I was like, oh, my God, I remember that moment at my wedding. And I was like, no, we weren't there. And there was no video of it. And the pictures were vague. <laughs> the funniest thing about my wedding is that my wedding dress was so big on me on the day because I, like, lost 10 pounds, like, the week of the wedding out of just, like, running around and stressed. So it was, like, falling off of me. And then I told you I, like, sweat all my makeup off and my hair from the humidity. I looked like I actually just took a shower and then put on someone else's wedding gown. <laughs> if we have a party 
like celebrating our marriage in a year or two, whatever, I'm going to wear the most obnoxious, perfect. I'm going to look like silicone. I'm going to look like a mannequin. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. What episode are you currently shooting in season four right now? Ten. And you have another ten left. Yeah. We skipped nine, though. So actually, I have 11 left. Or 12. I don't know. We're doing 22. (laughs) That is... Remarkable. Um, remarkable. I am so excited for more Dynasty. Season four in progress, maybe this spring, maybe this summer. I mean, feed us when you feed us. I'm really excited, and I really want people to watch. Um, Once this drops, the the fourth season, I think people who haven't checked it out should really binge it from the top and not compare it to anything and just sort of take the ride because bingeable TV – Three seasons or longer should not be ignored in times like these. They can really provide Amen. a real service. And so I have to say from experience that I think you'll enjoy having a show like this in your pocket. You're going to need it. We're hour long, 22 a pop. Wow. That's some. That's quality when you need a good distraction and you want to sit on your couch and not think about your life. Because I can assure you none of the problems we have in Dynasty are relatable to anybody else. <laughs> so that's good. Good. We're gonna put a link in the description below if you want to find out how you can watch. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, it is phenomenal TV. It is the perfect escape, and like you said, it is thick, dude, with a few C's. So you're gonna be well fed afterwards, guaranteed. And by the time, depending on the rate you binge, by the time you end with the three seasons, you may end up stumbling on season four. So. You know, that's, you could, that's right. You could time it out. Get properly. in on it now. I, I told them early on. I said, do not miss this train. Cause it's going to be like, you know, you're going to miss it. Like I miss Nashville. See, but you can always make up for it. You can always jump on the train later. And then just like me, you might be leading the train. That, that, that's I'm, I'm leading the Nashville train. <laughs> Choo choo. All aboard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh my God. The funniest thing. My last closing comment about Nashville. I'm watching it and I'm like, oh my God, I was on Who's Line with that guy. It was Chip from Who's Line. I didn't know he was on Nashville because I didn't know what Nashville was when I did the show. So this lead character who's playing Deacon, freaking Deacon, the main, main dude on Nashville, I did a whole improv thing with him where we were, you know, back to back, back singing. I famously broke the first rule of improv and said no, I think 14 times in a scene, which is absurd. I realized that later. Anyway, I'm doing this whole scene with him, and I'm like, all of a sudden, I become a big fan of the show. And I'm like, holy <laughs> Deacon, and I had no idea. So there you go, a full circle moment. Was who's if line? I'd, if only I'd started it when it aired, I could have said hi. I love your show. This is the type of thing I'm talking about. <laughs> this Every, is the kind of thing. Everything happens for a reason. It played out the way it was supposed That's to. That's right. You're right. I would have made a fool of myself, and then it would have impacted my performance. You're well, right. Is that one of the hardest shows to do? Because you really are doing it with the best to ever do it. I mean, like, they are the greatest the most fun I ever had. Most fun I ever had. I was, I was, I was so nervous. My voice was cracking when I was singing. I was having the most fun of my life. I would be on that show. I would train to be on that mm. show as a regular if I could. I absolutely. It was my favorite show growing up, and it was such a bucket list for me to be on that show. So, um, oh god, it was just the but best. Was, they really don't allow a lot of guest stars because you really could. Yeah, or you just don't participate. Like they tell you, you can you can in, you can interject as much as you feel comfortable. Otherwise, of course, they'll take it away. They're masterminds, you know. But I wanted to try, and so I'm glad that I did. And um, oh, it was so much fun. What a highlight, Zach! When life was simple, I flew to LA for the weekend. 
I had a sing-along at my house, Broadway sing-along with friends, and then I, you know, went on Whose Line, then I flew home. Wait, that was that weekend. I remember that time. I think wow. it was that weekend. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was fun. Beautiful time. I will forever remember that that night. I know. Um, somebody spilled an entire wax candle all over Michael's 100-year-old piano. I'll Wait, not remember. me. Who did that? It wasn't you. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. Oh, no. Sorry about it. Jesus. Yeah. Was... <laughs> it's okay. Anyway. One person did have a question that I guess we'll end on this. Somebody said, I have a question. What's your favorite thing about interviewing Liz? Wait. Question for us. Uh, oh, you you answer. Mm. I think Liz. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, I have chills. I'm literally shaking. We haven't said anything. This is so cute. <laughs> I'm getting hot. I'm just kidding. The air conditioner is broken here. Um, Every time Liz is on the show, the air conditioner breaks. Just something about you, isn't it? Oh, cute. My back really hurts. Let's speed it up. What do you, how do you feel about me? I love interviewing Liz for many reasons. I think she's one of the greatest storytellers the world will ever know. She's quicker than quick. You make this beyond easy. I can throw anything out and you take it and you run. But in addition, like, you have shown us time and and given us your energy when you definitely shouldn't have. And you are a true friend and really genuinely one of the greatest talents, I think, of our generation. I mean, really, you are <laughs> extraordinary. I mean, I feel very, very lucky to call you a friend, but also to, to, you've been one of the architects of the show and you've been one of the guests to give us time when you shouldn't have. And because of that, people know who we are. So I, you know, really, you make this so easy and effortless because of how great you are. And yeah, it's pretty freaking wild. Um, Zach, you're killing me. First of all, true. write that down because it's going to make a killer eulogy for me <laughs> when I'm dead. Second of all, it is my pleasure to be on this show because you're so talented. This show flows so beautifully. Dan is on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I really think you're going to have, I think you're going to be like, I think you're going to be a massive, massive host. And so oh, I'm just you. trying to get in early. I'm always so amazed at how good you are at this. And uh, it's been fun to see you grow from your basement from a little boy with a Justin Bieber haircut <laughs> in Hoboken, I believe it was, to here. So It I'm was. Just, you know, I remember that day because you wanted to walk up the stairs 36 flights because you didn't want to take the elevator. That was the first time you came on the show. And you came with your mom. That All of that tracks, and not much of it has changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. Boy. I will say, my favorite part about Liz coming on, I actually said this to Zach earlier, is that when Liz comes on, I don't know why she's coming, but I don't have to prep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? I usually don't have anything to promote, so there's no reason why I'm on. <laughs> I famously have an unchanging career, and uh, and I'm glad you don't have to prep. That's good. We don't like preparation. I don't like to prep either. I don't even like to read my lines before I say them. So, I'm serious. I don't. I think it. I think it's more fun. Well, for me, everybody else around you tortured. Everyone's like, "Oh my god." Well, when you think about, and, and we'll close on this. You know, you talk about being at a show and consistently you're at places for a long time you that's a good thing do you see it as a, a as a, a hindrance or do you realize that you actually have star power and the ability to take what's written on paper and bring it to life and really captivate people not for one season but for like three four 
now going to be five seasons. No, I I understand that it's a good thing. I mean, when you see people who have done a lot of shows that have been canceled after the first episode or first season, obviously, that's not the best sign. And I've been lucky to be on shows that have run, you know, they've had good runs. And uh, even if this were to end next year, that's a good run, five years. And yeah. so I'm thankful. I'm very thankful. And I, 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 I love what I do. And I, I've been lucky to have really great characters and work with uh, really kind of amazing people. So I am thankful. I don't like to be earnest, Zach, but if I am, I'm thankful. And that's that. Amen. Watch Dynasty. Link in the description below. Liz Gillies, everybody. A true treasure. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Hey, beautiful human. Thank you so much for joining our conversation with Liz Gillies. Remember, new Dynasty coming to the CW starting on May 7th. Uh, Please let us know who you're listening to and what you're watching and who we should have on this podcast next. I appreciate you giving us your time and energy today. Peace and love and Don't stop listening to music because I'm telling you, it helps make the world go around. Talk to you soon.